Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who said if we love you, obey your commandments. Family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 136. Charles Spurgeon was a prominent English particular Baptist preacher. He was very influential among the Christians of various denominations during his age and even today, and is commonly called the Prince of Preachers. After some time of alternately searching for God and running from God, he had a powerful encounter which led him to give his life to Jesus Christ. Spurgeon was only 16 years old when he preached his first sermon and he began publishing books shortly afterward. At the time of his death, he had preached nearly 3,600 sermons and published 49 volumes. Of commentaries, sayings, anecdotes, illustrations, and devotions, he is still today the Prince of Preachers and speaks to the hearts of millions, he being dead, yet speaketh. Glory be to God. And what a blessing he's been to so many and to me. We're at Psalm 15:2. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. Dr. Spurgeon goes on to share with us, the Lord in answer to the question informs us by his Holy Spirit of the character of the man who alone can dwell in his holy hill 
in perfection, this holiness is found only in the man of sorrows. But in a measure, it is wrought in all his people by the Holy Ghost. Faith and the graces of the Spirit are not mentioned. Faith and the graces of the Spirit are not mentioned because this is a description of outward character. And where fruits are found, the root may not be seen, but it is surely there, always. Observe the accepted man's walk, work, and word. He that walketh uprightly, he keeps himself erect, as those do who traverse high ropes. If they lean on one side, over they must go, or as those who carry precious but fragile wear in baskets on their heads, who loose who lose all if they lose their perpendicular. True believers do not cringe as flatterers wriggle, as serpents bend double, as earth grubbers go ahead Spurgeon or crook on one side as those who have sinister aims. They have the strong backbone of the vital principle of grace within, and being themselves upright, they are able to walk uprightly by the grace of God. Walking is of far more importance than talking. Amen, Spurgeon. He only is right who is upright in walk and downright in honesty. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead. And worketh righteousness. His faith shows itself by good works. And therefore is no dead faith. God's house is a hive for workers, not a nest for drones. Go ahead, preacher. Go ahead, prince of preachers. Those who rejoice that everything is done for them by another, even the Lord Jesus, and therefore hate legality, are the best doers in the world upon gospel principles. If we are not positively serving the Lord and doing his holy will to the best of our power, we may seriously debate our interest in divine things. For trees which bear no fruit must be hewn down and cast into the fire they must be, and speaketh the truth in his heart, the fool in the last psalm spoke falsely in his heart. Observe, 
both here and elsewhere in the two Psalms, the striking contrast. Pardon me. Saints not only desire to love and speak truth with their lips, but they seek to be true within their hearts, and I'm adding hearts. They will not lie even in the closet of their hearts, for God is there to listen. They scorn double meanings, evasions, equivocations, so-called white lies, flatteries, and deceptions. Though truths like roses have thorns about them, good men wear them in their bosoms. Our heart must be the sanctuary and refuge of truth. Should it be banished from all the world beside and hunted from among men at all risk, we must entertain the angel of truth, for truth is God's daughter. Mm -mm. We must be careful that the heart is really fixed and settled in principle, uh, that is, biblical principles, for tenderness of conscience, Toward truthfulness, like the bloom on a peach, needs gentle handling, and once lost, it were hard to regain it. Jesus was the mirror of sincerity and holiness, oh, to be more and more fashioned after his similitude. Now, my dear friends, that's deep. All of that is good. Uh, but it's deep. We could stay there all week. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for your Holy Word. Thank you for the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the encouragement that we have received from your Holy Word and rebuke as well. Help us to walk in it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty there is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, 
if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, Pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things. 
in my life. I am sorry for my sins, and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.